This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In this unusual four-part message entitled, Man's Deadliest Enemy, you will be introduced to a very real and very active spiritual being who, unlike your fellow man, will not respond to your pleading, tears, complaints, or arguments. But you will be amazed at how easily he accomplishes his goals. He's the commander-in-chief of a most evil army, all sworn to do his bidding of neutralizing God's people and making them ineffective for kingdom use. Sickness, trouble, heartache, poverty, or anything he can use to knock the believer out of the game are his weapons of choice. Most commonly referred to as Satan, Pastor warns, don't bite his bait by opening your heart's door to let him in. Rather, as pastor teaches, resist him with all your might by simply walking in the authority God has given you. Here's more on why pastor warns, when you see this enemy's paw print, beware, man's deadliest enemy is near and ready to destroy you. Listen, when the, when the, when the police officer sees somebody speeding down the road, does he like freak out and say, I don't know if I should stop this guy. I don't know what's going to happen if I, I don't know, maybe he'll run me over. No, he says, I've got the authority. I got the badge. I got the gun. I got the handcuffs. I, and you got the word of God and the anointing of God in your life. Cop just says, no, man, you're breaking the law and I'm going to enforce the law. When the enemy comes to break the law of God in your life, then you have the right, the privilege to stand up against him and enforce God's word against him. I'm going to tell you what, when you stand your ground, when you recognize that it's the devil who's strategizing against you and you stand your ground and do what Paul said, put on, put on your big boy pants, put on your suit of armor, put on that which God wants you to put on, put on the armor of God and get ready because you will successfully, you will successfully fight and win this battle if you do it God's way. Come on, somebody give the Lord a hand clap. So that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Because he, he is a strategist. He strategizes. And he wants to get a plan against you. And he's a deceitful one. See, that's why it's so important for you as a believer to stay out of deceit. And the way you're going to stay out of, the de- out of deceit is a couple of ways. One, you're going to be in the Word of God. You're not going to believe everything somebody says to you. You're going to verify everything by the Word of God. Am I speaking to anybody here today? You're going to verify what the Word of God says. You're going to get this for yourself. You're not just going to suck it up because somebody says it. Number two, you're going to have good spiritual people around you who are mature and who have, have proven, the, you know, a proven walk with God that can keep you stabilized and you're going to keep yourself open to their 
counsel. Another way is you're going to be in a good church. That really should come first. Where, where you're getting taught the Word of God. You're not just getting something preached. Because everybody, you know, everybody today wants to feel good. This may be not feel good stuff, but this is serious. You know, when you talk about the devil and you talk about it, it's not a feel good message, but it's a real message. And you will have real results if you understand your position and put this stuff into operation. So, so you need a good church. You need somewhere where, where you have spiritual covering and, and you have a pastor that covers you. That's why I see the devil is trying to snuff out church today. Not this church, I mean, just every church. Trying to make church unpopular. Well, we don't go to church. We don't need church. We're the church. We're the universal church. I'm church wherever I go, church at home, church here. You're, 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 you're cuckoo. You're out of your stinking mind. Are you kidding me? God was the originator of church. He said, do not give up the fellowshipping, the assembling of yourselves together as some are in the habit of doing it. But even back then, 2,000 years ago, people were in the habit of not joining together on a weekly basis in a local church with a local shepherd to get the word. And you see, that's what's going to empower you. That's what's going to keep you sharp. That's what's going to keep you on the cutting edge. That's what's going to give you the tools you need to fight the enemy and to destroy his strategies against your life, against your health, against your family, against your children, against your finances, against your business, against your marriage. That's what you need. You need to get the word and the anointing and the teaching. You need to get stirred up and you need to be reminded. Otherwise, you become fodder for the enemy. He'll just chew you up and spit you out. Is anybody getting anything out of this? So that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against de despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural sphere. So one of the things that we learn here, and I don't know if you caught this, but according to what Paul teaches that the devil has a highly organized, sophisticated chain of command. Because he called them despotisms, powers, master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. So he has a very organized network in the spirit realm. Is this freaking anybody out or is this opening up your understanding? There's a verse in the Bible that says, bring the battle to the gate. We're coming to the gates of hell and bringing the battle right at the source to bust it up, to cancel his plans and to take authority over it. See, now, now listen, he says, you're not contending with flesh and blood. You're contending with spirits. Now often... Often there are things that happen, like I'll relate it to church. Often, you know, there's stuff that goes on. You think that everything would be perfect in a church, but it's not. But stuff goes on. People do stupid things, say stupid things, think, think stupid things. They cause stupid trouble. Well, I don't, I don't even bother with the people anymore. Why bother with the people? They're just, they're just pawns being used by the devil because he has a scheme and a plan. And, and they are poor things. They end up being the ones that, God, that the, the devil uses. 
What I do is I go right to the source. I take authority over you, devil. I kick you out of this church. I force you out by the name of Jesus. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You got to recognize the devil's work and then you've got to rise up and see what happens is we get sucked into, and, and this is what's going on in the body of Christ. We're all fighting with each other. The heck with fighting with one another. Go right to the source, right to the source. The enemy himself, kick him in the teeth, fight him right there on his turf. But you see, his deceitful practices sucks people in. They start murmuring. They get offended. They get this. They get, I'm not going back to church. By the, by the stupidest, littlest things that even in a marriage, the stupidest little things, you blow it up into, a, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill. And, and that's how the devil gets in and begins his strategy and his work. See, you're not fighting people. You're fighting a force behind the people. You're fighting a spiritual force of wickedness. Spiritual forces, just like he said, with, with principalities, with powers, with master spirits, with rulers of this present darkness, spiritual forces of wickedness. There's a whole hierarchy in the spirit realm that the devil is in control of and he uses these wicked spirits to torment, test, and trouble God's people. That's why Paul says, uh, and Peter, I'm sorry, Peter says, resist him standing firm in the faith. Your only answer to busting up his plan is to be strong in your faith, to be strong in the word of God, to be strong in what God says and not what your circumstances or what the devil says or your situation says, but strong in the word of God. If God's word says that by his stripes you're healed, guess what? You are healed. God did it 2,000 years ago and you ought to have it in your life. If prosperity is the reward of the righteous, then you have a right to prosper in your life, in every area of your life, because that's what the Word of God says. Poverty, you cannot come near me. I see poverty is a curse from the pit of hell. Sickness is a curse from the pit of hell. It's one of the ways that the devil controls God's people. You got to rise up and throw that curse off, rebuke it, take authority over it, believe God over what the devil is trying to do in your life. Master spirits who are the world rulers. If you think that God is ruling this world, or in charge of this world, you're crazy. God is not in charge of this world. The devil is in charge of this world. And here it is. He said it, world rulers. They're the ones that are ruling the system. God owns the earth, but the enemy is ruling the system. That's why it's all screwed up. That's why people are cutting other people's heads off. And there are people who don't even want to talk about it, pretend like it's not happening. That's why it's, people are fighting with each other and, and politically correct and everyone's afraid to say this. You can't say a word without getting, you know, nailed to the wall. What is this? What is this, folks? Open up your eyes. This is the work of the devil. It's a scheme. It's a strategy to try to divide our nation and ultimately divide our communities and divide our churches because divided we cannot stand. Two, one will chase a thousand, but two will put 10,000 to flight. If two of you agree, if two of you agree, 
asking the Father, he'll do it for you. The devil is trying to get everybody in disagreement, hatred, division. This is, this is not people problem. This is the enemies. This is the, this is the devil himself unleashing his strategy and his plan against America and against the American church. There are Christians today that are being crucified, heads being cut off by evil Islamic terrorists because they have a desire to try to take over the world. Wouldn't that be the devil? Because right now he's got hold of the system, but he wants to get hold of the entire thing. And this is the way he's doing it. You've got to come awake that you're not, you're fighting a force. That's why when we call prayer, y'all ought to be here. And if you can't be here, you ought to be home praying. Praying for our nation, praying for our, our president, praying for those that are in leadership, praying, 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 praying that they'll have wisdom and they'll not be afraid to stand up against these things and to push on. Because we're fighting demonic forces of evil. That's what you're fighting. But the devil's got everybody fighting with each other. We're hating one. Now, now it's even in the church. We hate each other. Start fighting with one another. That's crazy stuff. We may not agree on every point and issue, but the worst thing we could ever do is become at odds with one another. The devil wins. That's his scheme. That's his plan. That's his strategy to try to divide us. This is the time for us to come together, no matter what we believe, whether we have differences or not. It doesn't matter. If we all believe in Jesus Christ and we all believe that he's coming again and we all believe in the redemption by his blood, we're all taking the same communion elements, then we are one in God and we ought to stay unified against the strategies and the schemes of the devil. But yet... People are looking for an opportunity to divide, to get offended. I've never in my life, in all my 62, almost 62 years, have I seen people more sensitive than ever before. Everybody is so stinking sensitive. We've got to be so politically correct. This is a stinking plan from the pit of hell to try to silence pulpits to try to silence preachers, to try to silence those who are trying to give forth the word of God and spiritual direction and open up the eyes of people who have been blinded by the devil and his tricks and his schemes and his deceits. That's what it is. And there'll be Christians that'll be offended by what I just said. You know what I say? Too stinking bad. Too stinking bad. Suck it up, snowflake. All right. Therefore, thank you. Praise God. Therefore, verse 13, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger, what am I supposed to do? Be ready, be prepared, be dressed for battle. Resist, everybody say resist, resist. and stand. Resist. So that's what I'm supposed to do, resist and stand. 
and having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. In other words, I'm not supposed to be blown over. I'm supposed to stand firmly, immovable. No matter what you throw my way, I'm not moving. I'm not giving up. I am not backing off. I'm standing my ground. I'm believing and I'm pushing forward. There's only one way we're going and that's forward in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Stand therefore holding your ground. Give up no ground to the enemy. Give no ground to the devil. Stand therefore holding your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral resistitude and right standing with God, having, your, having shod your feet in, uh, in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. I don't have time to get in all this. I'm long out of time. Lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. Faith, faith. See your faith. Your faith, your trust in God and His Word. Trusting what God says. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, uh, the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God. Notice that every other part is a covering. Is a covering, except for the sword. The sword is the only offensive weapon that's in, in here. So the sword is likened to the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So what that teaches us, what do we fight the devil with? The Word of God. We fight the devil with the Word of God. That's why you have to have the Word in you. When he comes, come and say, devil, get away from me. That's not going to happen. Devil, you can't stay away. No, you've got to give him the Word. It's the only thing he responds to. I take authority over you by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and I push you back and I command you to leave this home, this family, this household, my children. I command you to leave right now in the name of Jesus. Me and my whole household, we shall be saved. We shall serve the living God. We shall live for Jesus. We shall move on in the things of God. We shall, we shall. We shall honor God in this house. Yes, we shall. We shall. We shall. Got to take authority in the name of Jesus. Don't stand for it. Don't let him take it. Push him back. Take your authority. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Rise up in the word of God. And push them back. Just keep hitting them with the word. Hitting them with the word. Hitting them with the word. Just keep smacking them with the word every time. You say this, but this is what God says. And God's my father. And God lives in me. And I've got a word for you, Satan. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. in the world. 
I know your schemes. I know your trickery. I know what you're trying to do. I take authority over it right now in Jesus' name. And just kick them just like that. Yeah. Verse 18. Pray at all times. So you can stay standing because I'm finished. Pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit. You got to pray in the Spirit. I pray in the Spirit all the time. Because when you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying and uttering, according to what Paul taught us, mysteries. You're uttering mysteries that the human mind cannot understand, that the devil doesn't understand, that only God understands because it's coming from the depths of your spirit. With all manner of prayer and entreaty to that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. And I like what Paul says here, I ask you to do this, and he says, and pray also for me. So don't just pray for your own warfare and stuff, but pray pray for your pastor as well. Come on, put your hands together. Be alert. Watch with strong purpose. Hallelujah. Wow. Glory to God. I say glory to God. We win. Glory to God. Yeah. We win. In the name of Jesus, we win. Greater, I want you to say it with me, greater is he he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say, I'm anointed. I'm ready. I'm alert. I'm prepared for the battle. I'm taking the battle right to the gates of hell. And I'm busting through. Satan, get out of here. I take authority over you, over my family, over my children, over my grandchildren, over my health, over my future, over my finances, over my home. I take authority in the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together. Glory. 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 Taking my life back. Hallelujah. He's the taunter. He's the one. Remember, he's trying to get you off course. He's trying to steal your future, steal your dreams, and steal the plan of God in your life. Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.